Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. This program is sponsored by Yahoo and their media platform, Edgecast. Tune in to the end of this podcast to learn how Edgecast can help your business truly connect with global viewers. Or visit them now at edgecast.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-A-S-T dot com. Well, welcome to the bleary-eyed days of October, a late Monday night football game. Last night, we will have back-to-back compelling wild card matchups over the next two evenings. Yes, October, a month of very little sleep. Well, this is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, October 5th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Let's start with NASCAR, a very big, Big historic day for NASCAR in Talladega on Monday. That made Bubba Wallace the first black driver to win at NASCAR's top level since Wendell Scott in 1963, yes, 60 years ago. It also had enormous meaning coming at Talladega. Remember, in June of 2020, there was that investigation of a noose in the garage stall assigned to Bubba Wallace. That shook up everyone around the sport. But this was a huge historic moment. The win marked the first for Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin's 23-11 racing. Jordan tweeted that it represented a huge milestone and historic win for his team. Now, indeed, this team has put an emphasis on winning. They really wanted to win. They've also put an emphasis on diversity, not just with Bubba Wallace on the track, but behind the scenes, on the business side, on the competition side. So this had to be a very big day for them and had to feel very good for 2311 Racing. So congratulations to Bubba Wallace and 2311 Racing for making history Monday in Talladega. Let's shift to the NFL. We predicted a big night in Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. We predicted this way back when, when the schedule came out. And our Austin Carp reported yesterday that Sunday night's game will likely come in as the second highest viewed game in Sunday night football history. Yes, the second highest viewed regular season game in Sunday night football history. Here we're saying that in 2021, that's quite a mark. Carp predicts the game was seen by between 29 and 30 million viewers. Now that would place it second behind a 2012 Dallas Cowboys-Washington matchup at that time that logged more than 30 million viewers. But remember, that was 2012. Local market numbers throughout New England were very high. Providence led all markets, Boston was number two, Tampa St. Pete was number three, Hartford number four, and Cincinnati, a surprisingly number five. But regardless, we try to compare viewership numbers now to 2019 or 2018 to see any variance. Well, now we're talking about a number compared to 2012, almost 10 years ago, when things were dramatically different in the media landscape. But it shows the strength of the NFL, which continues to be very evident 
Senate after just four weeks of the 2021 season. We'll look for final numbers on Patriots Bucks later today. I know a few people are going to be at Fenway Park tonight for the Yankees Red Sox AL wild card game. And what a setup for Major League Baseball this week. New York, Boston tonight, Los Angeles, St. Louis tomorrow night. So back-to-back nights, it should get MLB playoffs off to a very strong start as then they go into the divisional series. And if you look at the teams representing the top-selling MLB player jerseys, you see one thing that is really consistent and stands out. Of the top 10 players, four are from the Dodgers. That's simply amazing, the appeal of the Los Angeles Dodgers right now. Dodgers right fielder Mookie Betts had the most popular player jersey in Major League Baseball for the second consecutive season. Now, this is based on sales from MLB Shop of player jerseys since the start of this 21 season. And for the first time ever, a good story for baseball, the four most popular player jerseys in the league are worn by players from four different countries or territories. You have Betts representing the United States, Padre shortstop Fernando Tastis from the Dominican Republic, the Braves' Ronald Acuna is from Venezuela, the Mets' Javier Baez is from Puerto Rico. So very good representation there of players from around the world. The fifth spot goes to Dodgers pitcher Clayton Kershaw, The only Yankees player to make the top 10 is Aaron Judge at number 7. And the Angels, Shohei Otani, his jersey comes in at number 9. Overall, a good story for baseball, showing the broad representation and the global appeal of their players. And finally, we'll end the buzzcast around people. First, well-known executive Amy Howe, who was for years at Ticketmaster, was named CEO of FanDuel Group by the company's parent, that's global gaming operator Flutter Entertainment. Now, Amy Howe joined FanDuel as president in February. She stepped into the role of interim CEO in July. Now she is formally the CEO of FanDuel Group. She told the Wall Street Journal she expects to reach between $1.8 billion and $2 billion in revenue by the end of the year. That's just amazing, the growth of FanDuel. You can hear Amy Howe speak next week at our CAA World Congress of Sports in New York. She'll be on the leadoff panel next Tuesday. Also, Riot Games today will announce the promotion of Nas Alataha who will become the new global head of the League of Legends eSports. Alataha is currently head of global eSports partnerships and business development. And this new role, it elevates her to one of the most senior executive roles within eSports all over the world. She will now formally oversee the League of Legends eSports and its 12 regional leagues and three international major events. As I said, she basically becomes one of the most influential leaders in all of esports. She's already responsible for bringing some of the top brands around the world to esports. She signed esports partnerships with the likes of MasterCard, Louis Vuitton, uh, Verizon, Coca-Cola, and so many others throughout her career. She started her career at Sony Motion Pictures. She was at Activision Blizzard for a while. She moved to Riot Games in 2012, so now Nas Alataha taking on even a larger role in the esports space. And finally, this is a role we've talked quite a bit about on the Buzzcast. MLS expansion franchise Charlotte FC has hired Sean McIntosh as its first chief 
fan officer. This is the first position of its type in Major League Soccer, and McIntosh will join the team. That's according to Axios Charlotte. This has been a much-talked-about role. No other club in MLS has this. McIntosh will report directly to owner David Tepper and team president Nick Kelly. His responsibilities include connecting with the community and supporter groups and being a liaison between the organization and fans. It's an interesting, pretty critical position in soccer. Interest in this position was off the charts. I know so many people who applied for it and asked about it. McIntosh has a strong sports background. He spent four years with the Houston Dynamo in MLS, as well as time with the Phoenix Suns in the NBA, the Las Vegas Aces and Phoenix Mercury in the W. He even had a stint at the American Hockey League. Now we'll have to see if other teams follow and develop a similar chief fan officer position, but an interesting role to watch. A couple other housekeeping items, the New York Post and SBJ were collaborating on a new podcast featuring Arjan Aran with the New York Post sports media writer Andrew Marchand. The Marchand and Aran sports media podcast will be released every Wednesday starting tomorrow on all major podcast platforms. So check it out. Please subscribe on Apple or Spotify. The Marchand and Aran sports media podcast debuts tomorrow, October 6th. And finally, a week away from the CAA World Congress of Sports, October 12th and 13th in New York City. You don't want to miss this event. Trust me, all the big hitters are going to be there. I would love to see you there. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, October 5th, the start of MLB's wild month of October. I'm Abe Madcore. Have a great day. Be good to each other. Stay healthy. I'll speak to you tomorrow. This program was sponsored by Yahoo. Millions worldwide count on Yahoo to connect them to their passions. What you may not know is that Yahoo means business too. Yahoo connects businesses to more growth. Edgecast, their media platform, delivers valuable media experiences to viewers worldwide through a secure platform that shares content with speed billions of times per day across all devices. Discover why the world's largest companies rely on Edgecast at edgecast.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-A-S-T dot com. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.